Welcome to the Understanding Society podcast series. My name's Chris Garrington, and today I'm talking to Professor Peter Lynn about some of the first findings from a research project on green attitudes and behaviours, and why the survey has so much to offer researchers, policymakers, and people interested in the environment. Understanding Society has some quite unique characteristics that enable us to do things that other researchers in this field just haven't been able to do before and provide new insights. So firstly, the fact that the sample size is so large enables us to look at quite rare subgroups and and rare behaviours and be able to study the characteristics of people who uh, have those behaviours. Secondly, the fact that we interview all of the people in each household in the sample allows us to look at how one person's behaviour and attitudes may affect another person and how, how behaviours correlate within households, which is, again, something you usually can't do with typical survey data. Then the fact that understanding society has quite broad content and isn't only a survey about environmental behaviour and attitudes, but also has measures of economic circumstances and political attitudes and health and all these other things, allows us to see the the environmental behaviour within the broader context of people's lives and the other influences on it. Um, And then, of course, finally, the fact that it's a longitudinal study will allow us to actually see how people's behaviours and attitudes change over time and how those changes are influenced by changes in other dimensions of their lives. So there's a whole whole set of things that that environmental uh, behaviour researchers just haven't been able to do in the past with simple, small, repeated cross-sectional surveys. Now, you've not only been uh, influential in terms of being involved in the design of this survey and deciding you know, what aspects of, uh, to do with the environment might be contained in it, you've now had the opportunity to, to start using this. How, how have you been using it and, and to do what? Mm. We've been looking at several aspects of people's attitudes towards the environment and people's behaviour that has an impact on the environment in in various different ways. So we've done a number of pieces of research that take advantage of these unique features of understanding society. Um, For example, uh, one of the things we looked at was the take-up of home energy generation, so solar panels, um, photovoltaics, hot water heating, and, and wind turbines. Now, there are still very few households in the UK that have these things. Around about 0.5% have solar panels, for example. So that means that that you need a very large sample size in order to actually have enough households in your sample to say something about the characteristics of, of households who have installed solar panels and compare them to others. So we can actually do that, and this is the first time that any study has been able to assemble a nationally representative probability sample of households who have installed energy technology. Um, So we can now make kind of more definitive statements about which types of households these are and the effects that this may may have of different kinds. So on that note, what have you found so far about these households? What does Understanding Society tell us about them? So our research is showing that actually the people who are benefiting from the government's feed-in tariffs, for example, for energy generation are very heavily skewed towards homeowners who live in large detached houses and have higher income, live in rural areas. So there are clear equity issues involved in in the policy for for promoting these kinds of things. Now, at the individual level, you've also been looking at what types of people are green, what sorts of characteristics are associated with them. What have you found there? One of the things we've done is to try to look at the people who have very strongly pro-environmental attitudes 
and for whom those attitudes actually influence their behaviour in very meaningful ways. Um, now, unfortunately, that is also still a fairly small subset of the population. So in order to kind of understand the characteristics of those people, again, you need the large sample size that we have. Um, and we found some very interesting things, actually, that the people who, have, who are most pro-environmental um, in terms of a number of different measures that we've looked at are, firstly, people who were not born in the UK. And that was a bit of a surprising finding for, for lots of people in this field. Um, again, that's something you wouldn't normally see in a smaller survey because you don't have enough people not born in the UK. Um, aside from that, um, it's older people rather than younger, women to a greater extent than men, um, and people who own their house out outright. And there is quite a strong link, even after you've controlled for all those demographics, between the pro-environmental attitudes and the pro-environmental behaviour. The attitudes do seem, we assume, to influence the behaviour quite strongly, but much more strongly for certain types of behaviour than others. So the attitudes influence the behaviour quite strongly for things you do at home, like not leaving the lights on, not leaving the tap running, that kind of thing, and also for purchasing related behaviour, like buying recycled products and so on but they have only a negligible Im impact on people's transport-related behaviour. It doesn't affect the extent to which you drive a car rather than walk or cycle and, and so on. So that, that's rather interesting too. I'm interested to know, I know it's early days, we've only got three ways of understanding society so far, but whether, there, whether there's a story to tell yet from a longitudinal perspective over, over time. The key environmental attitudes and environmental behaviour modules on understanding society are asked of our respondents once every three years. So they were asked at wave one, and most of our analysis of those data is based purely on the wave one data at the moment, but later on this year the wave four data will be released, and then we will be able to look at changes in those things for the first time. However, some of the other measures, like energy consumption, are measured every year. So some of our research has looked at changes in people's expenditure on domestic energy from year to year. So we do have some longitudinal analysis there, where we've begun to look at what other types of changes in people's lives seem to be associated with an increase or a drop in uh, energy consumption at home. And what sorts of things might they be? Well, interestingly, one, one of the strongest influences on, on per capita energy expenditure is actually changes in household size and structure. So, you know, the more people who live together in the household, the more energy efficient that household is per, per person. Um, it's not exactly rocket science, but we can now see that in a statistical model. We can see that the effect of having larger household sizes far outweighs the effect of all kinds of other things that the government policy may try and make people you know, change their behaviour in respect of um, you know, not filling the kettle every time or turning the lights off over, overnight and so on. And those kinds of things actually can only have relatively small impacts and maybe a, a shift in policy towards tr policies that try to encourage people to, to live together as larger households for longer could have a much bigger impact, even if only a fairly small proportion of households were affected. So the message would be, if you like, it, it's not that the little things don't count necessarily, it's an individual level, but maybe this whole household um, consideration might be something more important that the government could focus on going forward. Is that what you're saying? I, I think one of the things that is emerging from our research is that although people's pro-environmental attitudes do have some influence on their behaviour that affects the environment, actually an awful lot of other things have possibly even bigger influence. So it's the, the other constraints on people's lives and the other opportunities 
um, that actually have a big influence. So policy that focuses purely on trying to change people's behavior because of the environmental impact is going to be fairly limited in, it, in its impact compared to other things that can be done through policy measures just to change the way and incentivize people to, to change the way they behave for other reasons, which may be economic, may be convenience, and may be opportunistic and so on. If you had something to say to other researchers thinking about uh, using this data, what would you say to them? What, what, what would be the message to them about, you know, get out there and, and use this rich resource? <laughs> yes. Uh, well, frankly, it would be exactly that. <laughs> um, you know, we, we've had an 18-month yeah. research project to yeah. try and do as much as we can. And I've been so impressed at the things that potentially we can do with these, these data. But frankly, we've still only scratched the surface after, after 18 months. I think there's so much more that people, people could do. Um, and we've disseminated our findings at a number of seminars and events where, where lots of other people from various places have said exactly the same, have been so impressed at what one could do with the data. So I very much encourage people to, to use the data and extract as much value out of it as possible. Professor Peter Lynn from the Institute for Social and Economic Research was speaking to me at the ESRC Research Methods Festival, where he was presenting findings from the project, the distribution and dynamics of UK citizens' environmental attitudes, behaviours and actions, research funded by the ESRC's Secondary Data Analysis Initiative. There's more information on the project on ISA's website, www.isa.essex.ac.uk.